The German billionaire Ulrich Otto Schneider sat in his boardroom in Panama City. He was signing very important papers, legal papers. Two lawyers advised him. He had given direct instructions not to be interrupted. His private cell phone rang. Senor Schneider, sorry to interrupt your very important meeting. Sir, there is a big problem, grande, grande. Senor, sir, your storyteller woman. The woman, Valerie said, as he put down the contract. The lawyers frowned. Si, 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 senor. She sits, she is stuck in the tree. She's in Casco Viejo. Sorry, Herr Schneider. Sorry, boss, sir. Nein, Wilrich said. She is at the podcasting conference which I organized, Eustacio. You took her there this morning. No, 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 por favor, senor. She's falling. Ayutarle, help me. Ah, senor, she's dead. The phone went dead. Wilrich arrived at the scene nine minutes later. He had raced to the jetty on the back of a pizza delivery motorbike. A speedboat hardly touched the waters of the bay in Panama. Yes, at 73, he had to travel by motorcycle and by speedboat for the first time ever in his life. The truth, he had never actually rushed. He had never raced. The storyteller sat against the tree, with her legs stretched out. She drank orange juice from a little plastic bottle, and a small crowd had gathered, and she laughed when a little boy offered her his half-eaten, dripping ice cream cone. There were scratches on her arms and her legs, and she bled. Her shirt was ripped. Eustacio came running, swinging his arms, and he met Wolrich in the street. Boss, senor, Herr Schneider, sir, not a scratch. It is a miracle. Your silk suit, Herr Schneider, wet and torn, ay, 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 ay. Wolrich limped past him. To the woman, sir, under the tree, are you all right? He yelled from the gate of the backyard of a very humble house. Yes, she yelled over the chatter of the crowd. When Wilrich reached her, he said, Why are you here? And he sounded much angrier than he meant. The storyteller ate the dripping ice cream, and she shared this with a little boy who now sat on her lap. Oh, you're the podcasting organizer person. Hello. You gave a very nice opening speech this morning, inspirational. An older woman washed the blood off her arms with a garden hose. Then, Ulrich said, then why did you leave? <sighs> Too many people, all babbling, all promoting their own shows. I stayed for an hour. She sounded dreadfully proud of herself for enduring the ordeal for that long. 
An older woman gently helped the storyteller into her house, for a clean-up and for coffee, and a small crowd of women followed. Eustacio held his head and he said, Ay, 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 and he sat down on a wheelbarrow filled with rubble. Senor, dismiss me, fire me. I lost your storyteller woman for five hours, senor. Cinco horas. See, she was here. Dangerous. Not the tourist place. Fire me. Wilrich sat down on a plastic chair that somebody brought, and he looked around. No, this was not an area for tourists. This part of Casco Viejo, the old quarters, are dangerous grounds. He'd never been here. This was a desperately poor neighborhood. Tiny houses, shacks really, dirty with a smell of rotten garbage. Poor Eustacio continued his monologue. He begged to be dismissed. He was swinging his arms, and he did not want this job anymore of protecting this precious storyteller in Panama. He fetched another chair from the house, and he pulled it as close to Vorich as he could, and then he whispered, Senor, I am your banker, Senor. I help manage your billions of dollars. In twenty years, senor, sir, my boss, I never question your command. Why is this foreign woman so importante? Ay, 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 ay. Volrich also whispered, Because this woman, Eustacio, now owns my billions. I, I am retiring. All the property, the houses, the apartments, the buildings, all the cars, the yacht, the planes. Vorich paused. Si, senor, Eustacio said. Everything is hers, Vorich said. Ah, senor, she is your daughter, Herr Schneider. He opened his eyes wide and he smiled. Nine, nine, Eustacio. No, senor? Nine. Eustacio, what is mine the biggest problem on earth? What can the money not buy? Ah, easy one, senor. Sleep, senor. Senor cannot sleep. Ay, 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 ay. Poor sir. Yeah, Ulrich said. For Fifty-three years I have suffered from the insomnia. See, si, see, si, senor. Started at a twenty when, when your mother died. So sorry about your mother, sir. You lie awake every, every night. My Herr Schneider, my Herr Schneider cannot sleep. Nein, not anymore, Vorich said and he smiled. For the past two years, Eustacio, I sleep. The seven hours in the night. Every night I sleep. No, 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 senor. Impossible, impossible. How? You started to drink. Si, senor. 
strong alcohol. It is all right, my senor. Your problem is muy grande, so big. You drink, senor. Vorig laughed. Nein, not the alcohol and not the medicine. Vorig pointed towards the faded yellow house. Her. Mine's a storyteller. I listen to the stories. Ha! I fall asleep. Vulrich did not plan on telling Eustacio about this here. They would have been in the boardroom, and this would have been a formal announcement with his lawyers present. Ah, ma signor, you are dying, Mr. Vulrich. Eustacio made a statement. Ah, sad news, senor, dying. Seventy-three is very still young, sir. Nine, Ulrich said. Nine, not dying. I just started the living. She is the reason. I will retire. She inherits the everything. Ah, ay, 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 senor. Everything? Everything, senor? Sir? Ulrich took a deep breath, and he stared at the humble house. Well, I'll keep my the island in Panama, the yacht, the helicopter, the jet, and the enough money. The family house in Berlin go to my older brother. It was such a relief to finally share his plans with somebody he trusted. Properties in 19 countries. Staff members. Expenses and taxes paid in advance for 25 years. His team of lawyers drew up the transfer papers. Every legal document precise. Every scenario covered. All the papers needed only two things. The name of his heir and her signature. Eustacio jumped up. He shook his head. Ah, this sleepy, sleepy storyteller woman. Ah, she's very, very, very happy, I think, senor. Nine. She does not know this yet, Ulrich said. Ah, ay, 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 Eustacio said. This uh, pretty woman, sir, this young woman, she not in Panama for the business to take your, to take all your money, sir. Vulrich suppressed a smile. Eustacio already made it sound like his new heir was a greedy fortune hunter, a pretty young trickster. Nine, he said. She did not come for the money. She come for the podcasting conference. I organize the podcasting conference. I pay for her to come. So as a 200 people... They pay themselves. She, this woman, she won a free entry, the plane ticket from Canada, and the prize of $1,000. Eustacio shook his head more and more. She Canadian? Ah, ay, 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 but I think she not speak the Canada sound. No, not the Canada sound. Maybe she is fake, sir. Nine, Borich said. Not a fake. This woman was born in South Africa, immigrated. She lives in Vancouver in Canada. And she makes the podcasts.
Ah, senor. What's pass costs, senor? This is not the banking term. So sorry, senor, to ask easy question. The podcast is like the radio station for one person. She records her own voice and then she tells the stories, puts them on the internet, and her is a free to listen to. Her stories have changed my life. I, I sleep every night. I have no the children, no the wife. This woman will be my heir. All the money is hers. At that moment, the storyteller stepped out of the house, unaware of them. She carried a baby sitting in a big wicker basket. Somebody had painted Panama's flag on her face, red and navy blue blocks with a red star and a blue star. She wore overly large black rubber boots, and she stepped into the wide hen house. She slowly tossed seeds to the chickens, and she gathered three eggs. Then she softly sang to the hens as she took their eggs. Ulrich was stunned. The woman sang. Ay, 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 Eustacio whispered. Mani, mani, ting, ta, trista, te, vushlachanda, titake, paringa, patate, vurimba, kanga, papape, puringa, patate, viringa, tatlustate, Patanga vera hey, piri piri pinga patate, bairinga tata. Ay, 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 senor. You are very, very, very sure about this woman, Herr Schneider. How old is she? This woman is 37. You are very sure, my senor, Herr Schneider. Estacio said this while he vigorously shook his head, as if suggesting, no, 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 pick anybody else but not this woman. This story's teller, she will take all your money. Ay, 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 senor, sir. Wilrich Otto Schneider looked directly at Eustacio and his eyes sparkled. Yes? This woman is perfect. Both of them watched her as she played with the chickens, and she kept on singing. Eustacio, what was this woman doing in the tree? The cat? The kite? No, senor, for fun. This sleepy, sleepy storyteller woman, she loves climbing the trees. Ay, 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 senor. Ooh, I don't know about this, senor. Excuse me for being so very honest, sir. The storyteller came to them after delivering the three eggs, the basket, and the baby to her host. Eustacio, she said, we can go now, if that's convenient. I have a very important business meeting this evening at eight o'clock, and I'm also receiving a prize this evening. I better go shower and dress up. A prize for my stories. <laughs> a whole thousand dollars. Isn't that just marvelous? One thousand US dollars. I'm rich. Let's go. Uh, and maybe we can offer this gentleman a lift back to the city. 
Wolrich stood up. That is so kind. Thank you. He held out his hand. I am Wolrich Schneider, he said. Carly Richter, the storyteller said. She put her hand in his, and she smiled. Wolrich suppressed laughing. Carly had twigs from the tree in her hair. She had face paint, bloody scratches on her arms, and she wore a dirty ripped shirt. Wolrich said, Get us the taxi, Eustacio. Taxi, senor? Eustacio said as they walked towards Wolrich's black Mercedes, with tinted windows and air conditioning. Eustacio had phoned for the car to pick them up, after that terrible motorbike ride, to get here. Yeah, get the taxi, Wolrich said, and he winked. Eustacio dismissed the first old taxi, but Wolrich stopped the car. He held the door open for Carly. She got in. Thank you, she said. After she was in the car, Wolrich waved to his chauffeur who came running towards him, and he vigorously shook his head. He held up his hand to halt the man. For the first time in his life, Wolrich Schneider sat in a regular taxi, a dirty one without aircon. It rattled while they drove. The window blew in warm wind. The car smelled of old smoke and fake lemon scent. The radio played. The German billionaire sat in the back seat of a yellow taxi with his heir Karli Richter. It was the best day of his life. This is the end of part one of a story called The Air. Listen to part two. In this part, Karli Richter must decide if she wants to become the heir of the German billionaire.